Yo, 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 what's up? It's Rob Brubaker, founder and creator of Build Your Better Boat Podcast. What's better than fitness, health, nutrition, mind-boggling lifestyle changes, and, hmm, I don't know, maybe a little bit of comedy. This is what Build Your Better Boat Podcast is about. So come on out and listen up to the hottest boat in town. Yeah, that would be me. Uh, I'm actually, I'm kind of like a cigarette boat because... I'm super fast, I'm hot, I'm sexy, and kind of like what everybody wants on the lake. But in actuality, I'm not really that fast. I run pretty slow, and I'm actually not all that sexy. So, but I think I'm a cigarette boat. Anyways, tune in, listen up, and enjoy. BYB Beers, what is up? This is Rob Brubaker, host and creator and founder of Build Your Better Boat Podcast. Build Your Better Boat and Build Your Better Boat Elite. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I hope you're doing great too. Today is an awesome, awesome day. It's Tuesday. It's the beginning of a month, and to let you know, Dunkin' Donuts coffee, homemade, that I purchased at Kroger, has pumpkin spice, so I'm sipping on that this morning while we talk. Oh, so good. So, so good. Um... It's kind of weird. Like I, uh, I never, I never drank coffee. Never. I was like that guy that I made fun of all the coffee people, especially like the pumpkin people. They're like, "Falls here, pumpkin spice latte." Like, and they start wearing like their pumpkin spice shirts and like their fall lattes and like you know Starbucks fall drinks and i'm like whoa what's the big deal but i can tell you man it's a big big deal i don't even know why i started drinking like coffee because i quit drinking alcohol and i i remember it to this day i remember telling my wife i'm like i'm gonna admire your coffee maker she's like what she's like what I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to coffee and go, or I'm going to go to Meyer and get a coffee maker. And she was perplexed. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I think it was just kind of like I needed something in my hand. You know, because our, our, everything we do habitually is in our minds. And so for a lot of the reasons, we just have to trick our minds, right? So when I quit drinking alcohol, instead of having a a whiskey in my hand, a whiskey and Sprite, I just started drinking a cup of coffee. At night, I drink decaf. Drink I, I, so I drink two cups of regular coffee in the morning. 
And then if I want some more, I'll switch to decaf in the morning. So I go two regular cups, and then I might have a couple cups of um, decaf. And then in the evening, usually like after dinner, I like a cup of decaf, maybe two cups. I probably drink too much coffee, but whatever. It's definitely better than alcohol. But I like Dunkin' Donuts. I talked about this yesterday on the podcast. I like Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I'm very picky. I'm a picky coffee drinker. I like stevia in my coffee instead of sugar. Stevia is supposed. To, stevia is one of those weird things, and I should probably do an episode on stevia because it's one of those things where uh, there's so much information out on it, and some people think it's healthy, some people think it's not, some people consider it an artificial. Uh, you know, sweetener. Some people say it's from a plant. Uh, I talked to my doctor about it one time. I asked her, I said, hey, because I used to be a equal guy. I used to love equal. But I started to realize, you know, like all the artificial flavoring in it and all the stuff with cancer on those. And so I was like, all right, I got to switch. And people were like, dude, just do sugar, real sugar. That's like the healthiest for it. It is, yeah, but it also makes me gain weight big time. So it's like catch-22, right? Like, just use the sugar, but then it makes me gain the weight. And the weight's not healthy for me. If I use the zero-calorie sweetener, it that's not healthy for me, but I don't gain the weight. So is it healthier being less heavy? Or is it healthier being heavier? But and, and there's someone who's sitting there like, just don't use it, <laughs> right? Like the the answer is don't use it. Just drink your coffee black. Well, you, sir or ma'am, have been drinking coffee way longer than I have. I can tell you that because I'm not there yet. Maybe I'll get there. Maybe I will. You know, it's just like anything else. You start acquiring a taste to it, you can you can get there. That's my goal is to drink coffee black. I don't even really drink it. I, I have to have like flavor. I like flavor coffee. It's weird because like honestly, like my favorite my favorite cup of coffee is Dunkin' Donuts decaf. I just love the flavor of that. It tastes so good. Then people are like, well, why don't you drink decaf in the morning? Well, because now I'm at a point where I need my two cups of coffee. Oh, it's difficult, right? Um, so I want to talk a little bit today about... There's this huge... Like... And it's weird with like fitness and health, we go through these hot topics, right? Intermittent fasting is one of those. You're starting to see that kind of tail off. Um, I mean, people are doing it, don't no doubt. I do it. I do it. You know, on certain days I try and fast. Some people do it every single day. But there for a while, I was like, 
that's all people would talk about. And we're still kind of in that little phase of intermittent fasting. But a new one, like the new hot one that I keep seeing is gut health. Right? It's, it's, this is healthy for your gut. And how important gut health is to your overall health and wellness. It is an interesting topic for me because I am a diagnosed uh, celiac. So, uh, celiac disease. Uh, many of you know what it is, but probably some of you do not or don't understand it. So, I was going to kind of just go over it. Um, uh, the, the easiest way, and I'm going to explain it in super, super simple terms because I'm a super simple person. And I'm, I've said this multiple times. I'm not an overly smart person. Uh, so I have to keep everything simple for me. So here's the simplest answer. If someone who has celiac eats gluten, it's very, very, very bad for them. And I can't tell you the amount of times people say, you're going to die from it. Like, what's going to happen? Are you going to die? Well, the answer is yes. I could. I could. I could die from it. I'm not going to eat it and die. But for someone who is celiac, if I continue and continue and continue to eat gluten, I'm going to die. I am. I am. Because for multiple reasons. Like the um, the increase of stomach cancer for me goes way up. Um, when I eat gluten, uh, there's so so there's there's a lining on the small intestine, and there's villia. These are like these little hair like substance, not substance, but these little hair like things on your small intestine and in a normal person they stand up and these villia absorb all the nutrients okay with someone who has celiac those villia get damaged and they flatten and your small intestine stops absorbing nutrients and minerals. So for a lot of people, when they first realize that they're celiac, they they start to lose weight, and they're not exactly sure why. They're not trying to lose weight. They're not, you know, uh, exercising or dieting, but they just start losing weight, and they're not they're not exactly sure. People are like, sign me up. <laughs> no, it's not fun. Trust me, because typically the reason you're losing weight is because of stomach issues so you're having constant diarrhea um it's, it's not fun uh for me my body was not absorbing iron because of it um people think i'm crazy but i went 10 years without a solid stool 10 years 10 years and because uh, I was never fully diagnosed, 
So I didn't really know what it was. And that was just my life. I just got used to it. Just thought this is the way my body works. I have a bad stomach. Um, that's one of the symptoms of celiac disease is people, they, it gets misdiagnosed for IBS, right? Um, but long story short, I had some serious stomach issues, lost a ton of weight. This was back in, she's a peach, 2006, maybe. Went to the doctor, got tested. Did some blood work. Came back that my that my blood showed that I was possibly celiac. So in, with celiac disease, to be fully diagnosed, you have to have a positive blood test, and then you have to have a positive biopsy. So in 2006, I lost all this weight, was having stomach issues. My blood levels were off the chart. Said that I was celiac. Went and got a scope done. A scope is where they you know they scope you. They put tube down your throat, they look at you, they biopsy your intestine. My biopsy came back negative. They could not fully diagnose me that I was celiac disease. So the advice that I was given was try and go gluten-free, see if you feel better, right? It's easier said than done, especially in 2006. See, people didn't even know what gluten was was in 2006. There wasn't all these gluten-free things out on the market, and there wasn't... That was nuts. Try for a couple days, whatever. Like, stupid. I'm not doing it. If you can't tell me I don't have it, I'm not doing it. Fast forward 10 years later. I uh, went to the doctor for some blood work, and I was severely anemic. Severely anemic. The doctor's like, let's revisit this celiac thing. Did some blood work. Blood tests were off the charts. Off the charts. High. She's like, let's do another scope. Do another scope. Biopsy comes back positive. At this point, small tests that have been damaged. And... Um... The, uh, I was 100% diagnosed celiac. No, no more messing around, right? No more, maybe you are, maybe you're not. It's like, you are, you are. Without a doubt. I remember when I got the scope done, the doctor, the GI doctor told my mom and my wife and just said, you know, we're biopsying this, but you need to be prepared. <laughs> Like, he knew. He's seen it so many times. Like, he's like, we have to biopsy this, but, like, he's like, this this intestine. Ten years. Ten years, probably. So, what, what they said was happened was, like, the autoimmune disorder kicked in probably in 2006. But at that point, the intestine hadn't been damaged. But then ten more years of eating gluten, it just destroyed the intestine. Now, the good news is with celiac is that it's reversible. So as long as you maintain a healthy gluten-free lifestyle, um, those villia repair themselves. They start absorbing stuff. They start absorbing nutrients and all that good stuff. So I hear people a lot of times like make fun of people who don't eat gluten and people who are gluten intolerant and... Um, people are removing gluten from their diet for health reasons, and 
first of all, just don't don't judge people for what they eat or what kind of diet they're on. That's just silly. Just if it makes them feel better, like it's their body. Don't worry about it. Worry about your body. But second of all, um, there are people like me who are celiac who literally cannot, cannot have gluten. I my body can feel gluten. Um, like the smallest amount of gluten. So, for instance, um, if you put a piece of bread on a plate and take that piece of bread off and then put like some apples on that same plate and I eat those apples, there's a good chance that my body will react to the cross-contamination on there. So, that is um, my story with celiac. Now, where I'm going with this is how does that relate to the average human being? I am a firm believer. And again, like there's a disclaimer on this podcast. I'm not a doctor. This is my own personal opinion. I, th- I personally think gluten is not good for anybody. And obviously it does different things to my body as a celiac that it probably does to someone who's not celiac. Um, but there's just, and I don't, and, and again, I don't have a reason behind this. I don't have anything other than that for, for your own gut health. Um, Let's try. I have a friend, I have a neighbor who was just having some stomach issues and went gluten-free. And I was like, I feel so much better. She probably has some intolerance, you know, some, some gluten. Or she could be celiac. I don't know. I don't know if she'd been tested or whatever. But, like, for her, it was just like, I'm cutting it out and I feel 100 times better. She was getting headaches. Her headaches went away. She was achy. That went away. Um, just inflammation. Inflammation got better for her. Like all over her body. So I don't know. If you've ever thought about it, try it. That's why I tell people. They're like, oh, I've been thinking about it. I'm like, just try it. There's no, there's, I mean, it's nothing wrong. It's not cutting out carbs. That's what everyone thinks they're like. They're like, oh, you're gluten-free. You don't eat carbs. No, I do. First of all, there's a ton of gluten-free carbs. Like rice is naturally gluten-free. Quinoa is naturally gluten-free. Um, plus, you have all these like gluten-free products out on the market now. Like you can get anything, bread, pasta, whatever you want. They make it gluten-free now. It's actually pretty good. Um... So yeah, and then other people are like, I, I don't even, this I, this podcast doesn't even uh, interest me. Sorry, move on to the next one or previous one, as you, as you could say. But uh, I think it's an interesting topic, and I'm starting to study gut health even more, more than just celiac, um, and how it just relates to the overall health of the body. So if you have anything interesting about gut health, send it to me. Build your better boat 
at gmail.com. I'd love to learn any articles that you're reading, books that you're reading, um, so I can educate myself more on the topic. Or if you have any information on gluten-free, send it to me, buildyourbetterboat at gmail.com. Also, if you haven't joined our Facebook group, what are you waiting for? Come on, get in there. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash BYBB number one. Uh, it's an awesome group, super supportive. We have Currently, we have 322 members in there. Uh, it's all about people who are trying to change their lifestyles, be the best version of themselves that they can possibly be, all while supporting each other, sharing success stories, talking about their struggles, sharing recipes, sharing workouts, sharing motivation, sharing inspiration. So hop in there, join, become a part of us. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash BYBB, the number one. If you haven't checked me out on Instagram, please do so, Build Your Better Boat. I'm also on Twitter. Um, Much love. Embrace the grace. Ride the waves that come along. Build your better boat. And be elite. Talk to y'all. All content and media on this podcast is created and published online for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health or personal advice.